You might assume that people invest in shares for the sole purpose of making some money for some time in the future. But today, in her fortnightly segment, financial author and journalist Mary Holmes says that's not always the case. She's with me in studio. Hello. Yeah, hi, Jessie. Uh, this is a fun topic. Yeah, it is. And it, it, I've just been watching lately the increasing interest in investing in shares Short term is a bit of a gamble. You know, the last time New Zealand saw this was in the 1980s. You probably weren't even around. That ended um, well. Yeah, yeah, didn't it? And, you know, all the um, no, share clubs and all of that. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, as I was driving in, whether share clubs will start again. But I think one reason they... I, had, I haven't heard of share clubs. Oh, people back then, they got together. You, a bit like a book club now, except mm-hmm. they chose what... They'd pull their money, put in 100 bucks each or something, and then the club would buy the shares, you see. Mm-hmm. And, but, I, but one reason people did that was that that was a way to get a wide spread of different shares without putting in very much money. And these days you can do that with index funds and other sort of managed right, funds. Right, that and makes sense. Yeah, they weren't really around then, or not not much. So, but but I think you know the idea of investing in shares as entertainment is is coming back in, and I think you know perhaps partly because bonus bonds have gone and oh, yeah. they had that element of fun in them, and um, and actually. My son's made a neat suggestion with bonus bonds that now that they're gone, instead you put your money in a bank term deposit, but all the interest goes straight into lotto. And uh, that uh, means uh. that you've still That's got... That's good. See, it's like... What's your still son? Got, is it Nick? Tim. Tim. Is, yeah. You've still got um, your basic money in the same as way with bonus bonds. You've still mm. got the money you put in and you're just gambling with the extra. Very but good. Um, Yeah, it's a good idea, isn't it? Um but if that if that's your preferred way to invest, yeah, if you want idea, to yeah. have a bit of fun with your investment, it's not a good idea, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's the best idea for making money. No, that's right. No, it's just if you want a bit of entertainment with your investing, mm. which is. But I think that that's perhaps what's going on with with um, this interest in shares. Yeah. And during the lockdown, there was a lot more interest in the online share trading platforms. You know, this, there are three dominant ones in New Zealand, which are Sharesies, Hatch, and Invest Now. And the they are saying that they the number of people doing it went up 120,000 during during lockdown or since from then on That's huge. 120,000 new ones. Um, you had a woman on the other day talking about this uh, Robin Hood in America, yeah. and I noticed I jotted down. She said the numbers that that had increased in that sort of investing in America. And it went from, I looked at the populations, went from 3% of the American population to 4%. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in New Zealand, we went from 2.5% to 5%. So we actually grew more yeah. um, than America in she, this. She had some real concerns about uh, particularly that Robin Hood, Hood yes. app and that it was, um, my word, the sort of the gamification of um, of the stock market and, yes. and nothing wrong with that um, in itself but um, there are elements they don't charge any commission uh, for that app they don't charge people anything yeah. and so they have to find other ways of making money and one of the ones they do is by encouraging you to trade more often so they can sell your trades on and so if they're incentivizing you to be super active that's maybe the not quite the right sort of well it's not if if you're getting you addicted to, to trading as in their yes. interest yeah which is which is a worry. The um, the 
the people of New Zealand, just by the way, the, the increased is three quarters of the people that have sort of got into trading recently, according to the FMA, are aged 25 to 44, and most of them are men. Huh. So they're younger, and they're tending to be male. Much younger. Um, yeah, 29% of investors are looking for opportunities in the market, is what is what they're saying. So that's interesting. So there's a new group of people getting into this. And, and interesting, um, I'm, I'm right at the top end of that, 45, so yeah. most people below me would not remember that 1987 share no, market crash, no, they which won't. might be significant. It's, yeah, I think it absolutely is. Um, and, or remember the exuberance before it. I mean, it was really kind of fun before that, you know, the where everyone was taking interest in, in, in the share market's increase and, and talking about individual shares. Shares like Briarley's were, were going crazy. Um, yeah, it was, it was a neat time. And I'm not sitting here saying this is not a good thing. It's very different from the way I usually advocate investing in shares, which, mm. as you know, is long-term only, get in there, stay in there through thick and thin. Um, and yeah, I was quite shocked when you send the notes through to say that we're allowed to invest for fun, Mary. <laughs> we can't have any fun, Jesse, <laughs> no. no. But, um, you know, I mean, the obvious thing about the investing for fun is that you do it with money that you can afford to lose and with not a very big proportion of your your total money. Mm. So um, I think I, I probably once told you that years and years ago, my husband and I invested in a foreign exchange thing that a, a friend who was an academic reckoned he'd worked out how to, how to crack the foreign exchange right, market. Yeah. And we put $10,000 in because we sort of said to ourselves, well, okay, we might lose it. And, we, and it did, it went down to 3000 So that, that taught me a lesson. Yeah. But um, it's, the, it's funny, actually, when I was talking to the woman about Robin Hood uh, earlier this week, someone texted me and said the, your rule for investing in the share market should be only invest money that you can afford to lose. I don't think yeah. that's quite right, though. If you're talking about, you know, investing through Kiwi Saver or something like that, it's a slightly oh, yeah. different philosophy. Absolutely. But you're talking about yes. if you're doing it just for a laugh. Yes. A bit of a laugh. Do it and, for yeah. fun and for entertainment. It's yeah, it's an entirely it's like an entirely different thing. Mm. Um the I've got a few worries though about people getting into individual getting in, into shares for the short term mm. and watching the markets obsessively, etc. Um the first of all, the individual person's chances of beating the market are very low because the experts are in there watching the share prices and analysing them far. You know, there's a lot more. I get a few letters now about people talking about price-earnings ratios and and analysing which shares look like a good buy. If there's shares in there that look like a good buy because of number crunching, the experts will have gotten way before yeah. the individual people and therefore put, and if it looks good, they've pushed the price up. The You know, the, the people that run the KiwiSaver funds and that will be in there. But you'll never um, convince everyone, Mary, no. that they can't beat the system, <laughs> that they can't outsmart the experts. That's right. Mm. And, and, and you know, and some of them will for some of the time. But the, some some data a while back, the tra- in America, the people who traded versus the market as a whole, the traders over a single year, this was in 2018, the traders got minus nine and the market as a whole got minus four. And when you look over 30 years, the traders got plus four and the market got plus 10. I mean, over and over again, the traders do a lot worse than the market. Now, individuals might, you know... What do you mean by the traders? The people who would moving in and out of, of actually it was mutual funds but it's the same principle mm-hmm. they're moving from one to another and one type of fund from right. to another type of fund and I mean lots of research shows that the people that move in and out and try to beat the market with timing or picking the best shares 
tend to do quite badly. Um, and then you've got the worries about fad shares, you know, people talking about um, that such and such a company's really good, even though the numbers suggest it's overpriced. You're actually better off um, being a contrarian investor and buying the shares that no one else is buying rather than the shares that everyone else is buying. But even that is still not... You're not going to get really rich in the long run unless you're extraordinarily lucky doing these things. Mm-hmm. Another thing that I'm a bit worried about that could be happening in New Zealand now is what they call pump and dump, which is that people, individuals buy a lot of shares in a particular company and then they go into social media, etc., and say, hey, this company's just about to announce some big new developments and the price is going to soar. Mm. And so that others get in and push the prices up. And then our friends at the start, they sell. They, they've dumped. Something it. interesting like that happened um, with Sky TV recently. Did you see that story? No, I didn't. Yeah, there was no, a lot of online chatter and the share price went up, 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 yes. up, up. Um, oh, no, I, I, I don't know the um, the story well enough to know what caused it, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't justified. The the, the huge the, the, sort of yes. run on sales, yeah. Which and that could just be people just egging one another on, but it could be something more dodgy than that. And um, apparently in America, they, they've had situations where people have left messages on someone's answer phone saying, "Hey, I've just got a hot tip." Uh, we've got to get into such and such a share. Mm-hmm. And then they say, oh, and, and they've left it. They say, hey, Bill, I've got this hot tip, and it's not Bill's answer phone. The person picks up the answer phone, thinks that someone's accidentally given them a hot tip and go and wow. buy those shares. And, in fact, it's just somebody pumping and dumping. Yeah. Um, it is illegal, though. That's the point. It's, I checked it out with the FMA, and it is. It's, it's not, you're not allowed to do it. It's, it's market manipulation. And you can get into big trouble doing that or doing insider trading, which is another, um, which is also illegal, where you you know some information about a company that's traded on the stock exchange. You might be an employee there or have a friend who's an employee there, and you're you know that the, something good's going to happen to the company, but it's not the word isn't out yet in the market. They haven't announced it yet, mm-hmm. but it looks very likely. So you nip in and buy a whole lot of shares before the price goes up. That's also illegal. Yeah. And um, the markets are watching for it more closely than they ever were before. People can get into big trouble. Mm-hmm. So I'm just worried that some amateur people don't realise they're not allowed to do these things. Yeah. Um, another is margin trading, which is where things get a lot dodgier. I looked today, and I don't think that, that the share trading platforms, the, the sharesies, et cetera, let you do that. But um, ordinary stockbrokers like ASB, Forsyth Bar, et cetera, you can do that. And what you're doing is actually borrowing money from the broker to invest in shares. And if they go well, it's brilliant because you get gains on borrowed yeah. money as well as your own money. It's just like investing in property. Yeah. But if they do badly, you can end up, Owing the broker's money. Yeah, and, yeah I think I, I, I don't think that's um, available on the local sites. However, I know that the idea of um, is, is, is options is options another way options, of so, um, options. Are, no, there's something different again, okay. and they're also. But I know there's the possibility with, with Robinhood of getting into a bit of trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, no, you can do you can do 
um, margin trading with the ordinary New Zealand brokers, just not on the platforms, yeah, yeah, yeah. but with ASB and Forsyth Bar and, all, and as New Zealanders get more interested in shares, people are going to be without a doubt doing that, which is one reason why people got into such trouble in 87, because they'd borrowed money to invest and then when the shares crashed, they're left with the debt and no shares. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's, it's a horrible thing that can happen. Um, we're probably running a bit short of time, but there's a couple of websites that I just want to recommend. One is Investopedia, which is, um, I've just found whenever I'm wanting to fully understand something that's going on in the market, they re- they've got really simple oh, great. explanations of, like margin trading that I was just talking about, or options or futures. If you're thinking of investing in one of these types of investments, which can be riskier than ordinary shares, um, have a read of what Investopedia says. It doesn't say it's bad or good. It just explains what it is. Great. And another one is a New Zealand website called Money Hub. Um, I don't know a huge amount about it, but they've got some pretty neat reviews of the New Zealand share trading platforms, Sharesies, Hatch, InvestNow, etc., and some comparisons. They do a comparison that says which is better, Sharesies or, or um, InvestNow or Hatch. And they... You know, it's just quite matter-of-fact about which, you know, in this way this one's better and in that way that one's better. So I recommend people have a browse through that to see, yeah. Looks interesting. They yeah. say they're a consumer website uh, yes. dedicated to money-saving via in-depth journalistic research and they're run by an equity, uh, former equity analyst. Yeah, and I think... You know, Seems pretty I've legit, gone, just having a scan of it. Yeah, yeah I've um, used, you know, had a look at Money Hub a few times, and to my knowledge, it is all straight up. You know, they say how they're funded and all of that. And I just recommend if you're thinking about going onto one of these share trading platforms, have a look on Money Hub. But it just simply tells you, compares the charges on the different platforms, etc. Um, so. In conclusion, there's nothing wrong with this as such, and it can be a hell of a lot of fun for people. And it's, I think, you know, the New Zealand share market and that are really thrilled that there's this whole new interest in share investing. Mm. Just don't get, if you do really well in a couple of trades, don't let it go to your head. Yeah. <laughs> because quite often people do well and they think, They've been clever, and in fact, there's just a hell of a lot of luck in it. Yeah, and and which is fine. Yes. But it's yeah. like if you won instant kiwi, um, you wouldn't pat yourself on the back and say, "I'm really actually really good at this." No, and and of course, with share trading, there is, you know, there's certainly an element of skill in it. But you know, the the experts that do it full time and have done it for years and and know all the ins and outs and the nuances, they're the ones that are going to win, and and even then only one or two of them, the ones that get in first Mm. to buy something that's suddenly looking better or get out first. And that's why, you know, we're getting back to KiwiSaver funds and all of that, that I still reckon it's best to go with ones that don't trade often because it's only the very first people in the trades that actually do do well. And for individuals to think they're going to, on average, do better than the experts is they're deluding themselves. 
So, well, the people um, who need to hear that message aren't going to believe you, Mary. But, no, uh, no, but the rest but of us appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Have some fun, though, in the meantime. Yeah, that yeah. was a great session. Yeah. Uh, Mary Holm on investing in shares for fun with some tips and some warnings today. Uh, if you came in late, you can listen to that conversation and all our previous conversations online. Uh, we turn these weekly chats into a podcast. We do that as well with the Crimes NZ uh, segment, by the way. Uh, if you like podcasts about crimes, uh, we can help you there. Uh, crimes NZ uh, can be found on our website.